Welcome back, Star Realms fam, to another episode of The Real Voice. I am The Real Void, and today we're going to be talking about this week's latest arena, Flare Mining. Boy, do I love this game type. I just can't get enough of it. Let me tell you, it is a far better stretch, better cry, better stretch, better game type than last week's game type. And you know what? I'm not even going to get into the last week's game type. You know, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to hear me talk about it. So let's just dive right in to Flare Mining. I really, really enjoy this uh, game type. Special rules. Once per turn, a player may pay one trade to draw a card, then discard a card. So it's basically a permanent, uh, almost like a permanent orbital platform type deal. Just built into your own mechanics. And the format uh, is Vanilla, Gambits, and Cosmics. And I gotta say, I, I am a pretty big fan of this game type. Um, I think Vanilla by itself is a pretty slow-paced game. It's a pretty formulaic game where there's kind of always a best move or something to be doing based on what the trade row is giving you and there's not much uh thing to uh you know like uh, strategy to hold out for in the long game you can kind of be playing you know you can be like hoarding trade or you can be hoarding uh scrap and you know like i said it's just it's just real formulaic depending on what the trade row gives you and not a lot of opportunities to like really outsmart your opponent but the fact that you get gambits and cosmics just those two uh, decks alone, I think, really evolves the game type. It opens the the field up to do a whole lot of stuff and make make some make some good plays. And I, you know, I I think it's a little bit better balanced game type. And then and then the fact that they add this new mechanism for flare mining, where you can pay one trade to draw a card, then discard a card. Um, like I said, it just it just opens up the the whole game wide open to make some really cool plays, really outsmart your opponent, you know, do some stuff that they, you know, you you can have your moves planned two, three, four moves in advance it to the point where they're not really sure what direction you're going in, only to find out that you've got this master plan going along and their dreams will come crushing down upon them. Uh, so, that being said, I'll get into a few things that I think are really strong in this game type. Uh, Scrap, of course, is going to be really strong. Always strong. We're always a big fan of Scrap. There's very few game types where Scrap is just irrelevant. It's it's happened where it's been not as strong or, uh, as it normally is, but I definitely feel like Scrap is a big, um, a big, uh, factor in this game because... With the, with the ability to constantly move your deck, pay one to move it along, what you're doing is you're moving your deck faster, you're shuffling more often, you're getting to your scrappers more often, you're getting that nice, lean deck that we all, you know, hope to have in a game of Star Realms. Uh, and, like I said, just being able to almost guarantee a draw on your turn, even just getting one or two scrappers, you can really get, a, you know, a small, lean deck in just in a short amount of time. So I think scrap is really important here. That being said, draw also going to be a huge thing here because, you know, why not? Draw is always good. Draw is never bad. I can't think of a game type where draw isn't among, uh, you know, the, the, the go-to strategy or at least work with work within a strategy that you're, you know, you're going towards. Draw is, it, draw is just king. You love draw. There's no bet, there's no downside to draw in almost any situation. Um, so if you, like, again, if you can keep drawing your deck faster, scrapping it out faster, move it along, you're gonna be, um, you're gonna be 
you know, winning some games here. Another big thing I think that gets a raise in um, in uh, how important it is is anything that can put cards to the top of your deck, which with vanilla I believe is just um, freighter for the trade federation and blob carrier. And uh, what is it? Central Central Office is also a um, trade federation. So those three cards, and then there's a gambit or two that can help you along with that as well. So anything that puts stuff to the top of your deck is very important because, like I said, you can almost guarantee yourself to get one draw every single turn. So if you can somehow put a free card to the top of your hand, you can guarantee that draw, and it's almost, it might as well just be putting it into your deck. So I think that's, excuse me, excuse me, very important to be able to do that. Another thing uh, that I feel is also strong in this game type is trade, which, uh, you know, sometimes doesn't uh, feel too important in some game types. Sometimes, especially like with Colony Wars, there's so many cards that are in that 3-4 range that are easy to get. You don't need a lot of trade, and they're so strong. They're just strong by themselves, strength in numbers, being able to get a lot of those uh, high-tier, three-cost, four-cost cards. But with this, Vanilla, as we all know, Vanilla has three... Uh, very, very intensely powerful cards that can easily sway the tide of a game once they are, uh, once they are attained. That would be Brain World, Command Ship, and Blob World. Uh, three cards that could, like like I said, you know, you, you, you could be on the, the threshold of death, and once you get that, it just, it just clicks your entire game plan into place, and, you know, you, you turn the tide on a moment's notice. So trade is very important. You know, there's also, a, you know, with vanilla, there's going to be, obviously, a lot of other cards, six, seven cost cards that um, are very strong as well. So having having a decent amount of trade, because you need what you need uh, to, you know, effectively get, you know, like a six cost card and still use your flare mining, you need, you need, like, you need seven trade and hope that you, you know, draw... Because uh, you're what is it? Yeah, you need you need seven. Yeah, whatever you want. If you want to use your draw and uh, um, buy something, you need to be able to pay one trade, buy the thing you want, and also discard something else. So, uh, a lot of planning goes into your purchases when you're trying to uh, gauge out what you want to buy. If you should use the flare mining this round, I think using the flare mining as much as you can is obviously going to be um, huge. But you definitely don't want to sacrifice it if it means giving up something, you know, like, you know, Brain World or some, something something big. Um, so, yeah, th- that's that's where I stand as far as what I think is going to be strong in this game type. I've had the chance to play uh, about 14 games, 15 games. I think I only lost two of them. So, uh, so far it's going pretty good. I feel I feel confident about my play style in this. I think it kind of already works into a more, um, you know, strategic play style that involves, like I said, planning your moves out two, three, four moves in advance to uh, to put together your plan. And uh, another thing that's really key in here is going to be deck, manip- deck manipulation. And what I mean by deck manipulation is kind of basically forcing your deck to contain the right amount of number of cards that you want it to have. So, say, you want to... I don't know, I'm drawing a blank here. Say you want to... 
you want to get uh, the, like the most out of your scrap value. Sorry, okay, a little brain fart there. But yeah, say you want to get the most out of your scrapping cards, and you don't want to shuffle before you get to use them. What you can do with flare mining is uh, kind of hone in, see how many cards you got left, see what you need to do to make sure that your scrapping cards don't go to waste. So you know, if you have, if you see that. You have maybe seven cards left in your deck. You draw five. One of them's a scrapping card. and Or you have seven cards left. One of them's a scrapping card. And you draw five and you don't get it. That's a huge bummer because not only do you not get to use your scrapping card, but then you don't get to use it in your discard pile. You're forced to scrap, you know, next round from your uh from your hand potentially that's even if you get a chance to do it you there might you know there might be something you want to buy at that point and you can't afford to scrap a scout or whatever so with uh with flare mining you know you, you like i said you can kind of gauge out a couple couple hands in advance what do i need to do to make sure that my scrapping card doesn't go to waste you know so you you can invent ways uh to make sure you land with like that your your last hand is uh your, your last five cards are five cards you don't have like one or two cards floating over and you can kind of you know basically guarantee that you're going to get uh, the scrapping uh use out of your out of your hand another thing uh i think that gets overlooked uh in like lower levels of gameplay mid lower mid levels of gameplay is uh being able to force a reshuffle when you have a lot of starters in your hand so you know, if you're if you're towards the end of your deck and you got five you you've got five six cards drawn and they're all starters or five starters and and uh, say maybe uh, like a imperial frigate, you know you really gotta you really gotta gauge where you are where you're at in the game if it'd be worth it to you to maybe scrap imperial frigate and reshuffle your deck that way. Basically, for the next round, it's like you scrapped five starters, which could be huge, which could turn the tide of a game, which could get you to buy a huge card on the next turn. Um, you re- so you really have to look out for those those types of opportunities. And I think the, there's just kind of like a um, a fear um, for people when they they're trying to figure out you know what they can do to um, and increase their game, how they how they can get better that. Uh, they're a little bit afraid to scrap cards or use a scrap ability too early and um, you know there's just kind of like a stigma that you either the only reason you would need to scrap or use a trade ability is to um, get a huge card or to or out of desperation you know you're just about to die you just gotta you know blow your load so to speak that's certainly not the case like i said if it's maybe it's like mid mid mid-ish game like i said you pulled six starters and a, a, a frigate or whatever, some sort of situation where you got a ton of starters pulled out, and you have a and you have like a imperial frigate, and you know one more draw is going to reshuffle your deck. It might be in your best interest to just scrap the imperial frigate, get that deck reshuffled, and basically all your you know all your good cards are going to be lumped together without any of those starters in it. Again, that could really really turn the tide of the game. And with flare mining. Um, it, it just, it, it gives you a finite, um, you know, tool to, uh, to, to exact your deck in the way that you want it. So you can kind of, you know, make sure you're always landing, you know, five cards on your last draw or, you know, 
make sure you're landing a bunch of starters and then a reshuffle so that all your good cards get lumped together. Flare mining makes it really, really useful to do those types of plays. And, uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. So I'm going to keep it short here, guys. We're right at about 12 minutes. That's pretty much my take on this week's Flare Mining Arena. Like, again, I, I really enjoy it. I think it invites high level of gameplay and, and high level plays and a lot of thinking and just a really fun game type that I, I am a huge fan of. I, I don't have enough uh, nice good things to say about it. I guess the only things you know you could argue is, is the cosmic and the gambits. Um, you know, some are better than others, but what I feel... Uh, about that is that gambits is a lot more balanced than cosmics or i'm sorry i said about I, I think cosmics are a little more balanced than gambits and when you mix them both together uh you really reduce the risk that one person's gonna get two crappy gambits or cosmics and the other person's gonna get two really good ones usually usually each person gets one good one uh with with so many in the mix and one you know maybe not so good or, or mediocre and uh, it makes it harder for one person to run away with the show. Yeah, of course, you're going to get those times when there's a brain world that opens up on the trader or someone's got, you know, political maneuver and, and, and two extra draws and whatnot or getting getting a, a veteran pilots with the acceptable losses is another good one. Um, but, you know, th- those, th- those games are going to be few and far in between. It's not going to be a, a regular thing. And, you know, even even in a dire situation from the beginning, there are ways to turn the tide. And I just really enjoy that this game, uh, this game type, uh, invites that kind of that uh, behavior, that game play, that gameplay. So yeah, big fan. Hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we'll see you next time here on the Real Voice. This is the Real Void signing off. Thanks for listening.